Okay, so our topic for today is Yeezys. Uh, now, Kanye West has been a news item for the entirety of his career, more or less. But for those of us with a foot in the sneaker world, pun intended, it's not his music, his high-profile relationships, or his yo-yoing net worth that perk our ears up when we hear his name on TMZ or see it in our Twitter feeds. It's his historic collaboration with sportswear giant Adidas. Here then is a quick history lesson on one of the great artist sport brand collaborations of all time. In 2007, Nike began work on a new sneaker that would eventually become known as the Nike Air Yeezy with rapper producer Kanye West. It was notably Nike's first non-athlete collaboration and paved the way for future artist collabs with the footwear giant such as Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott. In 2009, Nike dropped the Air Yeezy in three distinct colorways, Zen Grey, Black Pink or Blink, and Net Tan. Three years later, in 2012, Nike dropped the follow-up to the Air Yeezy called simply the Air Yeezy 2 in two colorways, Solar Red and Pure Platinum. And then on February 9th, 2014, Nike posted a tweet that said simply, the Air Yeezy 2 is now available. This was in reference to the third Air Yeezy 2 colorway, nicknamed the Red October, so-called because it is an all-red sneaker, and because it was originally rumored to drop the previous October. Red sneakers in 2014 were not as ubiquitous as they are now, and this sneaker hit like a bomb. The shoes sold out in seconds and were already going for several thousand dollars resale a day later. Today, the $2,050 Red Octobers regularly sell for upwards of 20 grand. Part of what drove that hype was that it marked the final collaboration between Kanye West and Nike. In fact, Kanye was already out the door when the Red Octobers dropped, which helps explain why Nike didn't market, tease, or so much as announce a release date for the shoes leading up to that now infamous tweet. Don't let the swoosh hit you in the ass on the way out seemed to be Nike's sentiment to Kanye as he went looking for greener pastures with bigger paychecks and more creative control. And as fate, somewhat obvious fate perhaps, would have it, those profits and that control would come from Nike's biggest rival in that three-striped German juggernaut, Adidas. After much hoopla, much speculation, and one very viral photo of a sneaker on an airplane, the Adidas Yeezy Boost 750 dropped in February of 2015, exactly one year after Kanye's historic final Nike collaboration. And from there, Yeezy, quite frankly, exploded. The follow-up to the Yeezy Boost 750, the Yeezy Boost 350 V2, became one of the most sought-after and well-sold pieces of footwear in the world from 2016 onwards and was followed by other instant sellouts like the Yeezy Boost 700, the Yeezy 500, the Yeezy Slides, and the Croc-inspired Yeezy Foam Runner, which itself has given birth to a whole industry of imitators. But despite Yeezy's multi-billion dollar success, the relationship between Kanye West and Adidas throughout was rocky. For one thing, Kanye can't keep his foot out of his mouth, and every time he said something outrageous, racist, or just plain stupid, the world would point a cocked eyebrow at Adidas, to which Adidas would respond, if they responded at all, with a shrug. In fact, this is how the world has responded to Kanye's mentally unhinged rants and antics, 
at times angered by them perhaps, but seemingly content with the understanding that when you're dealing with a genius, you have to accept the unorthodoxy that comes along with it, or him. Separating the art from the artist for many of us became not only a way to keep his shoes on our feet, but a sort of coping mechanism when wearing those shoes or listening to that music made us feel guilty and hypocritical. I mean, how else were we to join a Black Lives Matter protest one minute, have to listen to Kanye tell us that slavery was a choice or that George Floyd was not in fact murdered the next, all while belting out the lyrics to Stronger in our car while wearing a pair of wave runners on our feet. But for many of us, that all came to an end in October of 2022. Kanye appeared on an episode of the popular hip-hop podcast Drink Champs and made some blatantly anti-Semitic remarks which earned both he and Drink Champs a significant backlash. But instead of apologizing and walking those remarks back, Kanye doubled and then tripled down on them, spouting more anti-Semitism every time someone put a microphone in front of his face, and even taking to Twitter to announce that he was going Death Con 3 on the Jewish community. Now obviously the correct term is Def Con, D-E-F, not Death Con, D-E-A-T-H, but death is what Kanye said. Soon after that, he held a fashion show where he had his models wear t-shirts that said White Lives Matter, and soon after that, West went on Alex Jones's Infowars, where he praised Hitler, denied the Holocaust, and proclaimed himself a Nazi. He then got kicked off of Twitter, finally, for posting an image of a swastika entangled in the Star of David. Wow. Needless to say, every global brand that had ties to Kanye at that time, and there were many, severed their ties and ran away. But while the likes of Balenciaga, Gap, CAA, along with a host of rappers and designers and industry people publicly shunned and distanced themselves from Kanye, all eyes were once again fixed on the three stripes. In what is perhaps understandable from a business and legal perspective, it was nonetheless a bad look for Adidas that it took them several weeks longer than it did anyone else to finally terminate their partnership with West. But terminate it they did, and on October 25th, they announced an immediate and permanent cessation to the Yeezy brand at Adidas. A decision that Adidas was quick to inform everyone was going to cost them billions. In 15 short years, Kanye West went from the talk of Sneaker Town as the most successful footwear and clothing designer and collaborator since Michael Jordan, with not one but two industry-leading companies, to completely cancelled both he and his brand. Okay, so there's your complete history of the Yeezy brand, rise and fall. Now, where do we go from here? Well, according to several news reports, Adidas is still sitting on anywhere from $500 million to perhaps even a billion dollars worth of Yeezy footwear. Footwear that Adidas has no idea what to do with. Bjorn Golden, the brand's new CEO, said in a recent interview, the first official interview that he has given since parting ways with Kanye, that They've considered many options and none of them very good. They don't want to donate the shoes to some third world country, for example, and have them all end up on the secondary market or bring undue stress or attention to these places as a result. They don't want to destroy them for environmental reasons. They don't want to sell them for that they'd need Kanye's legal approval and besides it would just look bad. I mean, let's not forget that Adidas is a German-owned company 
with ties to Nazi Germany in the 30s. In fact, Adi and Rudi Dossler, the brothers who founded the company, actually became members of the Nazi Socialist Party in 1933. Now, I'm not saying that Adidas has to answer for decisions its founders made almost 100 years ago, but the history is there. And when you couple that history with your most prominent public and prosperous collaborator going DEFCON 3 on the Jewish community, you don't get back into bed with that person, even for five minutes, even if it's going to cost you billions. So there doesn't really seem to be any easy answer for Adidas as far as these leftover Yeezys are concerned. But what about for us? And by us, I mean the sneaker consumer who now has a closet full of Yeezys that they can't or aren't willing to wear, but don't know what to do with. It's a microcosm of the same unanswerable conundrum that Adidas now finds itself in with its own, admittedly much, much larger, closet full of Yeezys. And while I can only speak for myself, to be honest, at least as of this moment, I'm with Bjorn. I don't want to give them away. I don't want to sell them. That just kind of feels weird. I'm not going to destroy them, but I certainly can't wear them. I guess there's a part of me that's still holding out hope that this whole crazy, hate-filled saga will resolve itself somehow, at least enough that it will again become acceptable for me to wear my Yeezys out of the house. That perhaps Kanye or someone from his camp will issue a statement of apology or explanation, telling us that he's sorry that Kanye was off his meds or that he took too many of his meds or that he had a mental breakdown that Kanye doesn't hate the Jewish community and that he's committed to making reparations with it. Will that explain and erase all of the problematic things Kanye has said and done over the past couple of decades? No, but it will at least provide us with a light at the end of this tunnel, an avenue with which we can get our Yeezys out of storage and respond to people on the street who might give us side eyes for wearing them with, he's working on it, he's working on it. As of right now, though, Kanye remains unapologetic and has given us no reason to think he will ever be otherwise. And hard and definitive decisions must soon be made by both us, the consumer, and Adidas, the provider. And at least for the consumer, there are plenty of other footwear options out there for us to consider and spend time and money on. Nike, Jordan Brand, New Balance, Asics... Even Solomon and Saucony are making waves with unique collaborations, materials, and colorways that all help to fill the void left by Yeezy's bouncy, boost-filled sneaker socks. The future is admittedly less certain, however, for Adidas. Although still a juggernaut in Europe, particularly within the soccer scene, over here in North America, which is still where the compass of cultural significance lies, Adidas's relevance has more or less lived and died with the Yeezy line. And now with that line severed, it seems like Adidas has two options. Either become the company that was or seek out the next Travis Scott, the next Pharrell Williams, or indeed the next Kanye West. And most importantly, sign them before Nike does. Okay, that's our show. Please tune in next week for more news, more releases, and a new topic. The topic next week will be Sneaker Collab One Hit Wonders. You see that?